Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode of the FinTech Hunting Podcast. We have a very special guest for you today. She has a wealth of mortgage industry knowledge and expertise, whether it's in operations, in development, in coaching, training. She's done it all in the mortgage industry. She is a Lean Six Sigma black belt, a certified corporate trainer, and a certified mortgage banker. She has that CMB designation. We couldn't be more excited. Please help me welcome to the show Cecilia Jansen, partner and chief delivery officer at the Blackfin Group. Cecilia, welcome. Thank you, Michael. Thanks for having me and inviting us to join your podcast today. Excited to be here. It is great to have you. Like I mentioned, you have a wealth of knowledge and expertise and in the industry. For our listeners who maybe they don't know you, tell us a little bit about your background, how you got into the mortgage space and some of the things that you've been working on. Yeah, so Michael, I got started about 20 years ago at a small independent mortgage bank in Charleston, South Carolina, first funding mortgage. Right out of college, just got into processing and kind of worked for the the three owners there and started to learn my skills and, and moved on into a couple of years later to a de novo bank, started a bank also in Charleston, went through the crisis, survived that, and, um, and, got, and then came on board with another organization to help them develop out their wholesale lending process. Um, we had a lot of regulation changes back then with the new, well, back then was the GFE. Right. And um, it wasn't going so well, so I came in to help streamline that operation and stayed on board. Merger, 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 um, speed that up a little bit. That happens a lot to us. And then um, I've gone through procedure management, training, um, system implementations. I've kind of done it all, as you said, just through all of those experiences. And, And then I got my CMB, and here I am today, a couple of years later, working with Keith at Blackfin doing project implementations. It's just been quite a ride over the last 20 years. Fantastic. (laughs) Well, I want to talk about some of that knowledge and expertise because you've experienced it on so many fronts. Like you said, project implementations, and we know how painful some technology implementations are. Most people don't want to talk about the ones that didn't go so well. So I'll ask questions about that in a sec. But as we talk about the mortgage industry, we're here We're in the middle of 2021. A lot of the things are lifting from the pandemic. We're looking at, you know, what's going to take place the second half of the year. We transition from a heavy refi market to a purchase market. What are some of the trends? What are some of the challenges that you see lenders facing today? And what are kind of some of their top priorities? Well, obviously there's a lot of trends, you know, we've got AI, the digital mortgage, RON, rise of many LOS systems, POS, their softwares all over the place. Um, We've got all kinds of shiny new toys coming at us that we want to play with. So I, I see a lot of trends in that. What I don't see trending though, is a focus on program management and effective system implementations of how to incorporate all those cool, shiny new toys into our operation. And it all has to be customized. It's not out of the box anymore. Um, Every mortgage company has a different way of doing things. And so we're not focusing on that enough. So that would be, I would say, a challenge to the trends that we're seeing around technology today. Great insight. And I want to probe deeper into that because I think 
So many people get that shiny object syndrome. Oh, there's a new point of sale or this other cool gadget or somebody has this. I coach a number of loan officers and I was talking to one the other day and they're like, I'm like, let's review your technology. And they had two LOSs and three CRMs. I'm like, well, how many of those can you use at any one time? What a waste. (laughs) And they were paying for each of those every month. And I think to your point, why that happens is because people don't have a plan. They haven't really thought through what is this going to look like, not just current state, but future state. And more importantly, how does it interact and seamlessly work with the rest of my tech stack? Walk me through kind of some of those common pitfalls for these technology installs and really what's the better approach to making sure that they uh, can be much more successful in rolling those out. Well, Michael, one of the things is adoption rate. I mean, we've talked about this. If you've listened to any of the podcasts on on your channel, that is a key topic is adoption rate. And and it truly is a problem. We are going in with the shiny new toy and we're trying to implement something, but we're not necessarily bringing our frontline users into the conversation. We're not always getting their input. And when we do, we get it for a minute of a second, and then we you know, run them off back off to the production line because we, we need them working on the production line because we're taking a drink out of the fire hose there right now with the volume. So we bring them in for a second, we push them back out, and then we never go back. We're missing the communication piece of this. We're missing the change management piece of our system implementation. And then therefore we're having low adoption rates, not only from our loan officers and our operations, but also from the borrowers because our frontline people don't know how to explain what's going on to the borrower. We miss the borrower experience almost every time, almost every time. And I think your point about user adoption, these large lenders, they, they wanna give their people the tools, they're investing the money, and then they're off to the next project. And like you said, if the frontline people aren't using it, if they don't know how to use it, if in their opinion, it's an interruption in their day instead of a valuable tool that they've got to have, we just wasted a lot of money. Hang it up. Uh, And then I really like how you've connected. You're one of the first guests who has taken it that one step further and said, you know what? Not only is user adoption a problem with the loan officers and with the production people, but if they don't know and understand those tools, how are they ever going to explain it to the end user? And then it, it leads to a, a poor borrower experience. You know, I mean, absolutely. Sometimes, I, you know, Michael, nobody likes to get in the weeds, and and that is one thing I personally <laughs> love to do. Um, <laughs> But you have to get into the weeds sometimes. And if you if you start there, if you just start with it, you'll make your project will get one, it'll go a million times faster because you started at the very beginning. You weren't trying to skip the step of like, oh yeah, yeah, the processor does that. Oh yeah, yeah, the underwriter does that. We'll automate this. Start from the beginning, get in the weeds, do a true gap analysis, and don't forget that your borrower is a part of that. You need to be asking them, survey them, read what they're doing, understand their behaviors as well, so that when you go and you decide to implement that shiny new toy, you're not just doing it for the sake of doing it. So it, it really is a cohesive unit if you spend your time at the beginning I think getting one into of the, the weeds. Challenges just a lot of these it. lenders have is they all have constraints with resources, whether it's monetary resources, whether it's human resources, and 
right now we're seeing, okay, they built up capacity and they're trying to figure out where do these people fit in. But how does a company like a Blackfin, how, how does a lender go to a partner to really help these processes really map out the course so they can ensure greater success and so that they don't feel like they have to have all the expertise because some of them don't know what they don't know as it relates to implementation or user adoption. So can you explain a little bit on that end? Absolutely, and Michael, it's a great question and I'll, I'll kind of use an analogy. If, if I'm going to uh, do a real estate transaction and there's a contract involved, I'm going to read the contract and make sure I understand everything, but I'm also going to ask an expert, my attorney, hey, you know, can you help me out with this? Same thing for lenders. Go to an expert. Go to somebody like us at Blackfin. Look for project implementation experts. Let us help you so that you don't have to try and figure out all the obstacles. We've seen it. We've done it. We've lived it. And we know how to find it. If there's new ones that arise, we know how to get around it. So we're able to help you. So if you come to a project implementation, a consulting group, we can help through things like that and let you stay focused on your production and your business. And then we can help you with the shiny new toy. Well, and, and you can you apply right best practices. You have seen it already before you've gone through it. And, and I see that in our business Absolutely. when people are looking for sales, marketing and expertise, and they're trying to get their name out there. We've seen where people have failed before, right? You guys have the lessons yeah. learned. It can be very painful as a lender. And I think part of it is the mindset of <laughs> we'll save a few bucks on the front end and we'll do it ourselves. Yeah. And then you screw it up. The system's yeah. not installed properly. You have low uh, user adoption. You have poor low uh, borrower satisfaction scores. And then you're wondering why it didn't work. And I think that's the lesson that I think lenders need to take is spend a little on the front end. You're going to be so much further ahead because it's done right. You can fully leverage that technology and, and it's going to be a win-win. You talk about some of the, go ahead. Michael, you're spot, I was just going to say, you're spot on with that. I mean, and you've worn out the people in your operation that have been working, you know, those go-getters, you've worn them out because you've had them work on project after project. So you're spot on, spend a little money up front, it will save you money on the long end. And, and, and that's really what you want as a lender. You don't want to throw money away. And then, and then you're, I have literally seen where somebody has implemented an LOS and it didn't work for user adoption and they went back to their old system. It was a very costly three years yeah, of their life. Yeah, and the system <laughs> that they years. probably switched off of still has all of the warts and all of the problems, but to them that was more comfortable than trying to overcome all of the obstacles mm -hmm. of this new system. So let's talk about, we've talked about shiny objects Absolutely. and new tools. What's some of the latest trends <laughs> in tech that you're seeing? What are lenders implementing? What are the, the tools that they're really investing time and resources in to trying to get up and running? Lots of LOS reconfigure. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of changes in that. They want a different LOS. They want LOSs that can customize to their operation, which is important because, again, no mortgage operation runs the exact same way. No loan is the exact same loan. No mortgage lender and loan officer, they all run their business they're the way they run their business. So we are, I'm seeing where organizations are wanting to use a system that they can customize 
to their operation, to their loan officers. So I see that a lot um, right now. And then CRMs and like a, like a total expert, I see a lot going into that really around the marketing. They really want to get out there and market to their customers and touch them multiple times throughout the transaction, after the fact, birthdays and so forth. Well, I agree. I and you talk well. about marketing and customer experience platforms. I'm seeing a lot of that, uh, like an Accelerate who has that customer experience platform and the marketing so they have, can build customers for life. You talk about LOSs, and I, and I always find it interesting. I love talking LOSs. That's that's the where I sharpen my teeth in the mortgage industry. From an LOS perspective, one of the, the points that a lot of people ask me about is custom versus configurable. You know, configurable, at least the okay. way a lot of people had defined it to me, is we can make the changes and we can make the system do what we need to do, but we don't have a clean a blank slate where we just have to create the whole system ourselves. Kind of what you're feeling on are more people looking for a few a truly custom solution where they can change everything or are they looking for a solution that for the most part's got 50 80 percent of what they need and then they can figure it to their specific business and nuances well what i see is i see a lot of organizations want to customize to the exact way they do business versus thinking out of the box and saying, how can we do it differently and use what our tech companies are giving us that they've they've already tested the market. Right. They've built this software for a reason, okay? <laughs> so let's let's use what they're giving us and then let's configure around that. Maybe you're you're a lender that is heavy in CP volume and you need something really good to help you streamline that process. All right, well let's configure that. Or, or you know, or bring in another tool and let's integrate something that would help you out. So I see that they want customization, but I think that they really need to go and probably really want configuration. Right. And maybe well, and I think to your point, there. they have a hard time letting go how they're doing something. You know, and I'll date myself, but when I got in the industry and I was selling loan origination systems, and we were going from DOS to Windows and you started putting in more business rules and logic. <laughs> well, if it was a specific type of loan and you didn't have a co-borrower, there was no mm -hmm. co-borrower fields. And as we would demo this, they're like, show me the co-borrower fields. I'm like, there's not a co-borrower on this loan. No, but I mean, I need to see those fields. And I'm like, because of the business intelligence, because of what the tools that are built into the systems, it knows not to even render those fields unless that is present. And it's hard for people to kind of get out and, and you see that even people, they wanted to do the exact 1003. Yeah, but you don't need to see every field if you're not using every field. So I don't envy you because you're one of the people that has to kind of rein everybody in, get those configurations down and everything else. Any other technologies that you see besides on the front end tools, anything for business process automation? You know, you mentioned AI a little bit. Do you see people rolling out AI? And if so, kind of how? I do. I've heard, I've seen it. I've seen people try and start to dabble in it. They're talking about it a lot. Um, kind of funny, I was on a, the Blackfin offers a quarterly innovation think tank discussion. And, and we had the second quarter just recently. 
And, and one of the guys on there said, if you're, if you're just now talking about AI, you're, 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 you're too late. And so, and you really need to be focusing on the next thing. So I think that that's kind of interesting as well is, is us as an industry, sometimes we're a little behind the technology and we need to kind of get a little bit ahead of it. And sometimes we got to get out of our own way, but for um, other types of technology out there, I, 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 I spend a lot of okay. my focus on LOS implementation and, and PRMs, that kind of thing. I'd really like to see one of the most recent projects I did was a quality control program. And I don't think, I think we have a lot of room to grow in that space as well. Is and on the back side, post-closing, we're still running in a paper process there. So I'd like to see some organizations kind of focus in that and figure well, out and how to streamline that side of their operations. Of closing of the loans, right? I mean, the cost to originate continues to rise. It's kind of crazy. You look at all these other industries yes. and how they've been able to lower the cost to acquire goods. And instead, the mortgage industry continues to be challenged with how much it costs to originate a loan. And that impacts profitability. It impacts margins. And I think as we look at the second half of 2021, there's going to be more margin compression. Right? Most estimates, there's going to be 30% less origination mm -hmm. volume in 2021 as there was in 2020. Lenders are going to be challenged, and I think that's why you're seeing more on the front end of how can I market better? How can I engage with my clients better? How can I make sure that I get all of their business because it's a much more competitive world? And then I think the people that can really streamline underwriting, whether it's using AI, whether it's using other business tools, Trying to get some of those back-end costs and turn times down is going to be critical to lower the price. We've talked about a lot of things. Tell me a little bit about Blackfin. You've been in the mortgage industry. You've been on the lender side for a number of these things. Why did you choose Blackfin, and, and what was it, and what's unique and different about Blackfin? Oh, man. Um, well, I met Keith, who's our CEO, a couple of years okay. ago at the MBA convention in Austin, Texas. And um, we were sitting in, in a, a training panel. It was one of the first ones that MBA had hosted and had a, a big think tank kind of session with a bunch of trainers. And, and that's what I was doing at the time. And I, I, I spoke up and I was talking about how important it is for these these all these things have to fit together, your procedures, your communication, your training. It's a, truly a change management approach. And and Keith and I met in the hallway afterwards and spoke for an hour on program management. And it was like we knew each other since yesterday. Uh, I mean, somebody else to kind of dork out with on this conversation about how important all of this stuff is, because a lot of people don't care. So I, that's honestly why I chose Blackfin is, is because of Keith. We, we had a great relationship. We've stayed connected over the years, sharing industry articles, having somebody that, you know, feels the same about, you know, how all this kind of ticks and ties together. <clears throat> and then and then the method the methodical approach that we have to testing, you know, to the to the implementation, going into discovery, going to the configurations, testing. It, it's it's a step-by-step -step phased approach. I like that and I think Blackfin's done a really great job at putting that together. And then they've developed a lot of configurable testing. So they have test scripts. So lenders don't have to write their own test scripts and vendors don't have to try and keep up with it as well. So they have test scripts and then they configure it to the lender's configurations. 
So they kind of, you know, Michaelize it, for, so to speak, and, and make it to that so that we can then take our team and do testing. So I really liked what Keith and the team has put together, and that's what really kind of got me over here. And, and I'm, I, I couldn't be more thrilled to be with Blackfin. As we're winding down, and you and I can continue to talk tech and, and all things tech for a long time, but what are some of the things that you think lenders are going to be focused <laughs> on? What are some of the tech priorities as we look to the rest of 2021 and heading into 2022? Oh, Michael, your guess is as good as mine. And I, what I'd like to see is that we we focus on our vendors and and we use them for what they are great at. We don't always have to take the whole package, and and we need to be working with our vendors, our software companies, let them know what's happening, what works, what doesn't work, so that they can continue to fine tune their products. I think we've got to continue to stay focused on the borrower's experience and not forget about that piece of it. And then focus on a good project plan and implementation. Don't try and skip the steps. That's what I'd like to see is just from the operation side. Now we could talk again, like you said, for days about what's going on in the industry where I think it would go. I'd love to see, I'm interested to see um, the ripple. Of, is, is there gonna be ripple effects to people moving from the cities out into the suburbs and the rural areas? There's Interesting. There's well, no one telling. other thing that you mentioned, no and while we have you <laughs> on the line, what are some ways that the tech companies sure. can do a better job working with companies like Blackfin? Right? Because some companies feel threatened. No, oh, you're going to come in and do the implementation. We know our software. We've got the best system. What are the, some things they can do and how do they form a more collaborative relationship with a company like Blackfin? Yeah, that's a great question, Michael. So the vendors, what I've noticed in the years that I've worked with our software companies and our vendors out there is they are great at putting the tool together. What they don't have a lot of time to do is that configuration of testing and, and it's hard for them to explain to a mortgage company what's going to happen from the beginning to the very end because it's different per mortgage company. So if they can let somebody like a Blackfin come in and help that company kind of get through all those obstacles and hurdles, it takes it off their plate and allows them to focus on their other clients as well and let us focus on how to help the client move from point A to Z because it is a long enduring process to implement a system, whether Excellent. it's a piece of it or so you, you the have whole shared process. so many great insights. I can't thank you enough. You are a wonderful guest, and thank you for joining this episode of the FinTech Hunting Podcast. Thanks Excellent. so much, Michael. Thank I really you. appreciate you having me today. It was a joy.